the governor is deploying the National Guard, I think effective Tuesday, because of this problem. The people are not thinking about others. They're hoarding everything. Look, after this thing is over, then you're gonna be left with a bunch of toilet paper and a bunch of water, amen? Because I believe that it's going to be okay. And I believe we're going to come out of this. Amen? And I believe we will live to tell about it. Amen? Book of Mark chapter 4 and verse 36. Hallelujah. Somebody read this for me. And when when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Stop right there. Here in the book of Mark chapter 4, we find... Jesus and his disciples getting into a boat. Amen? That's what the Bible tells us. Yes. And the Bible tells us that in, in the book of Mark chapter 4 and verse 37, that after they got into this boat and they went into the sea, that a great storm arose. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Right now, we are going to respond. We're going to a storm. And the waves of the water, the Bible says, beat against the boat, and the boat started filling up with water. And the Bible tells us in Mark chapter 4 and verse 38 that Jesus was in the back of the boat sleeping on a pillow. Let me say something. Can you imagine this? The disciples being in the midst of a storm and Jesus asleep in the back of the ship, the Bible says, on a pillow. You know what this tells me? This tells me that nothing takes God by surprise. God knew about coronavirus before anybody ever knew. Amen? Nothing takes God by surprise. And so the Bible says that he was sleeping on a pillow. When the disciples saw what was taking place, how the boat was almost filled with water, how they were about to sink. The Bible says that they became fearful and they remembered that Jesus was in the back of the boat. So they ran to him and they awoke him saying, Master, don't you care that we perish? I haven't heard this yet. But I know there are a lot of people, I gotta say, where is God in all of this? God is in heaven. Amen? God is in heaven. God is in heaven. And if you call upon him, the Bible says he will answer you. And he will help you because he's a good God. The Bible tells us in the book of Mark, chapter 4 and verse 39, and he arose and he rebuked the wind and he said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Yes. In, then in Mark chapter 4 
And verse 40, Jesus asked a question to his disciples. He says, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Hello? Yeah. How is it that you have no faith? And let me tell you something. I don't have anything against, you know, uh, uh, people uh, trying to take care of themselves so they don't get infected. But some kind of way, we have to understand that right now more than ever, it's time to press into God and not press away from Him. So I don't know how much good it does to stop having church. I don't know how much good that does because you know what you're saying in essence, God, I love you, but God, I don't trust myself to go to church. I don't trust to be infected by my brothers and sisters with the coronavirus. Where is your faith this morning? Where is your faith? This is not a time to doubt, but this is a time to believe God's word. This is a time to stand upon the bedrock of God's word and declare by his might, I am healed. Somehow in the midst of this great storm, the disciples lost their faith in God. They lost their faith in his promises. Yesterday, like I told you, I was talking to a pastor and he was telling me, yeah, you know, we need to arm people and we need to be uh, 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 ready for anything that happens. Listen to me. If God cannot protect us, if God cannot take care of us, then we're serving the wrong God. Hello? I said, if God cannot protect us, if God cannot take care of us, then we are serving the wrong God. Amen. We need to have faith in God. Yes. We need to have faith in His Word, especially right now. Amen. We cannot lose our faith like the rest of the world and run around like we're running around with like chickens with our heads cut off. We have to stand on God's word. We have to stand on his promises and believe that he is able to help us, that he is able to heal us, that he is able to meet our needs. People are, are, you know, they're fighting for toilet paper. Like I told you, my neighbor told me, you need toilet paper? And then he came and brought me some. God will meet our needs. Amen. I say, God will meet our needs. Yes. Amen. In the book of Luke, chapter 8 and verse 25. Look at it. Luke chapter 8 and verse 25. Jesus said unto them, the disciples, where is your wife? Faith. Where is your faith? I ask you this morning, where is your faith? If you're so fearful about coronavirus that you cannot meet the voice of God, then where is your faith? Amen. I'm not going to stop having church unless they make me stop having it. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not afraid. I said, I'm not afraid. If I am infected by coronavirus and I die, the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. 
If I don't get infected with coronavirus, then I will have a testimony to tell. I will tell years from now. You know what? I survived coronavirus. They, their faith, the disciples' faith was overrun, overran by fear. They saw the winds, they saw the waves, and they were overtaken by fear. And also, they forgot that Jesus was in the back of the boat. Let me tell you something. People are afraid right now because they're forgetting in whom they have believed. I said, they're forgetting in whom they have believed. We cannot be afraid. God is with us. He knew that coronavirus would come. Amen. And he will protect us from this and any other thing that comes if we believe his word, if we trust his word. The Bible says in the book of Mark chapter 9 and verse 23, all things are possible to him that believes. The disciples' faith was overrun by fear when they saw the storm and they forgot that Jesus was in the back of the boat. Amen? Fear is dangerous because it causes us to forget who God is, who we are, and it causes us to forget the power of God and that he is always with us. Did you hear me? I said, fear is dangerous because it causes us to forget who God is, who we are, and it causes us to forget the mighty power of God and that He is with us. God is with us. Yes. Amen? Yes. I said, God is with us. Amen. The devil uses fear to torment us yes. so that we forget God, and so that we forget the promises of God, that God has promised that he will be with us yes. through everything and through everything. First John chapter 4 and verse 18. Not John, but first John chapter 4 and verse 18. What does the Bible say? There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. Because fear has torment. You know what? Fear torments us. That's what it's meant to do. That's why people are running here and running there because they don't know what to do because they're afraid. And if you don't have Christ in your heart as your Lord and Savior, if you haven't confessed Him as your Lord and Savior, right now is a good time to be afraid. But right now is a good time also to open your heart to him and to ask him to be Lord of your life. And the Bible says that then he will protect you. He is a covenant God. He will make a covenant with you. And he will protect you. And he will help you. Look at the disciples. They forgot Jesus Christ was in the back of the boat. They were not alone. They were overtaken by fear, tormented by it, to the point that they forgot that Jesus was with them in the back of the boat. And today I am here to tell you that it doesn't matter what you and I are going through. You and I are not alone this morning. God is with us. I say God is with us. 
It doesn't matter what form you're going through this morning. Maybe you're going through a, 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 a spiritual storm. Maybe you're going through a problem. Maybe you're going through a sickness. Whatever your storm is this morning, you're not alone. You're not going to face it alone because God is with you. Church, coronavirus is a storm that the devil has brought to try to inflict fear upon us. But God is with us. We are not alone. Go with me to Matthew chapter 28 and verse 20. Matthew 28, 20. Somebody read it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew 28, 20. Teaching them to observe all things, whosoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you even unto the end of the world. What? I am with you when? Unto the end of the world. Does somebody have one that says always? Yes. So come and read, read, your, read your version of the Bible. Teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always. Always. You're not alone. God is with you. He is always with you. Even in the midst of the storm, God is there. Even in the midst of the problem, God is there. Even in the midst of the sickness, God is there. Even in the midst of coronavirus, God is there. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 1, 23. Matthew 1, 23. Somebody read it for me. Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. God is with us. Church, God is with us. Church, God is with us. We have nothing to be afraid of this morning. God is with us. He knew that this storm of coronavirus would come. But he's saying, you know what? I am with you. You don't have to be afraid. I am with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. No matter what you may be going through, no matter how big your spiritual storm may look, you are not alone. God is with you in the midst of your storm. Amen. God is with you in the midst of your storm. Do you know why the story is penned down right there in the book of Mark, chapter 4, for you and I to read? Because God knew that there would be something that would take place. There would be a worldwide pandemic in the year 2020, and he knew that we needed a hope. He knew that we, knew, we would need help. Amen. So he would, the, the scripture was in there and the story was in there to let us know that God was with the disciples in the midst of their storm just as he is with us in the midst of our storm. I don't care how dark the sky looks. I don't care how dark the clouds are. You are not alone. God is with you in the midst of your storm. God sees what you are going through. He sees. He knows. God knows. Amen. And he is with you. Amen. 
Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5. Somebody read it. Hebrews 13, verse 5. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let your conversation be without confectionness and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Even in the midst of this pandemic that we're going through, God's promises, man, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. If you are going to expect a storm, don't lose faith in God and in his promises the way the disciples did. Trust God and he will help you. He will see you through. Yes. Amen? Amen. Even if you find yourself infected this morning by the coronavirus, let me tell you something. That virus is not greater than the power of God. Jesus said, all power, listen to this, all power is given to me both in heaven and in earth. He can heal you. He can touch you. He can deliver you this morning. Amen. The Bible says in the book of Psalms chapter 121 and verse 1. Psalms 121 and verse 1. The psalmist said, I will look unto the hills. From where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who created heaven and earth. And then we have the Lord with us. We have the Lord on our side. Right now, not even the government can do much. They're also confused about some things about this sickness. But let me tell you something. We have a help, and it doesn't come from Washington, D.C. Our help comes from the God that created the heavens and the earth. He is with us. He said he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. Give him praise I don't care how big your problem is, God is bigger than your problem. I said, I don't care how big your problem is, God is bigger than your problem. I don't care how big the storm that you're finding yourself in, God is greater than the storm that you're going through today. The Bible tells us that the storm the disciples were in was a great storm. And after Jesus spoke to it, the Bible said there was a great calm. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. This storm that we're going through, we're going to pass it. We're going to surpass it. And one day we're going to look back and we're going to say, God took me to that. After all this is said and done, God will continue to be God. Amen. And after all this is said and done, there will be a calm. There's always a calm after the storms. Let me tell you something. Storms are never meant to stay. They come and they go. Hallelujah. So we're going through this little storm. Amen. God is going to take us through. I was sharing this morning uh, the scripture about when God uh, uh, told the children of Israel Put some blood on the top of your uh, doorpost, and the angel of death is going to come to the city, and and he's going to slay all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. 
Uh, God said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Amen. Let me tell you something. Right now we have a, 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 a greater blood sacrifice than that that the children of Israel had. They only had uh, 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 goats, uh, 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 lambs, uh, they slayed it and they would put the blood. But you know, it was a significant of uh, what we have today. Today we have the blood of Jesus. Amen. We have the blood of Jesus. We have the blood of Jesus. We are covered by his blood. Amen. And God said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. I will pass over your home. I will pass over you. The coronavirus will pass over you. Because I will see the blood. This is a son of God. This is a daughter of God. I cannot touch them because they're covered in the blood. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us in the book of 1 John chapter 1, not John, but 1 John chapter 1 and verse 7, that if we have fellowship one with another, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. I said the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. So not only does the blood have uh, saving power and forgiving power, but the blood of Jesus has keeping power. And this morning, I tell you, I don't care if you're infected by the coronavirus, if you will open your heart to Jesus, he will come in, amen, and when the devil sees the blood, he has to pass over you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me say this this morning. Trust in God. And he will bring peace to your soul. The Bible tells us that Jesus spoke to the sea and told it, peace be still. And if you trust God in the midst of your storm, in the midst of your problem, he will, he will speak peace to your problem. The Bible says, in the book of John, chapter 14, and verse 27, Jesus said, My peace I live with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, I give unto you. Yes. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Don't be afraid of coronavirus this morning. Don't let your heart be troubled by these things. Amen, the Bible says, that God said in the book of Malachi, I believe, uh, it might be chapter 3, around there, God, God, God tells us that he will make a distinction between the people of God and the people of the world. Amen? Between those that serve God and those that do not. Amen? God is going to make a distinction, and this thing is going to pass right over you because you're serving God, because you're serving a powerful God. Don't be afraid. The disciples lost faith. And let me tell you something. We cannot lose faith no matter what we go through. You must have faith in the midst of the storm. Look, right now, everybody is real fearful. Uh, I was telling those of you that were here earlier that a man told me, you need to show you need to stay back because of coronavirus. I don't want to be infected. Let me tell you something. If it's in the air, how are you going to stop it from infecting you? Yeah. And let me tell you something. 
if he if he's your time to go, you gotta go. You know, uh, I had a couple here that they, uh, the man was a vegan. He didn't eat meat, and he was always preaching to me and telling me you need to stop eating meat, Pastor. I said I love eating meat, man. I can't stop. Yeah, I'm gonna stop eating burritos and tacos and. Uh, uh, she I can't say if you're good. So she said, taco burrito, taco burrito, taco burrito. Because I eat a lot of meat. Maybe it's not good for me. I don't know. But you know what? If I die tomorrow, I want to die with my belly full. I don't want to say, man, I wanted to have that life taco, but I didn't have it. Let me tell you something. This is what I came to understand and to know. That if God wants you to go, you're going to go. Irregardless, you know what? I heard, I read the story of a man that was a, a, an entrepreneur in Texas, and he had millions of dollars. And this man went into the hospital because he got sick, and all of a sudden, he became sicker. And he offered those doctors in the hospital, uh, he said, I will give a million dollars to any doctor that can figure out what was wrong with me. Nobody could. And he told his doctor, I'll give you a million dollars if you can guarantee me 15 days. The man said, Lee, I can't guarantee you 15 minutes. You're going to die. And guess what? He died because that was his time to go. And so it doesn't matter what you do. You can put a mask on your face. You can put a mask on your forehead. You can put a mask, a mask in back of you and in front of you. And if God wants you to go, you are going to go. Because you know what? Your life is not yours. It belongs to God. And if God wants to take it, he will do so. Let me say something. God will protect us. God will help us. We don't have to be afraid. The Bible says in the book of 1 Timothy, I'm sorry, 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. Do you know why people are running around the way they're running around? Because they're being controlled by fear. And so they don't have a sound mind. That's why they're hoarding everything and taking everything and not thinking about other people because they don't have a sound mind. Amen? Because they're being controlled by fear. Look, if you're a child of God, you have nothing to fear. Amen. Psalms 91 and verse 2. Somebody read it for me. Psalms 91 and verse 2. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in hand will I trust. In him will I trust. Amen. Don't put your trust in men right now. Put your trust in God. Trust God in the midst of this storm that we're going through and he will take you through it. Amen. He will take you through it. God is a faithful God. Amen. Keep reading on. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome presolence. Amen. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. 
His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Amen. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. Amen. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Amen. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come not Listen to that. You know, they're, they're predicting that thousands of people are going to die because of the coronavirus. That's what they're predicting. Last week, I gave you some of the statistics that they're saying. I think it was like uh, uh, 200,000 people to 1.7 million. They're saying that they're predicting they're going to die worldwide because of the coronavirus. And you know what? God knew that coronavirus would be here long before man knew. And he said, you know what? A thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near. It shall not come nigh thee. What does that mean, nigh? It means near. It's not going to come near you. Amen. Amen. And I don't mean that we need to separate ourselves and that we need to draw lines. Look, this is how stupid people are. I'm sorry using my French, yes. but I in the store, okay? I went with my friend next door, and he wanted to get something to eat, so I gave him a ride because the restaurant is closed. And so we went to get something to eat at Ranch Market, and we were standing together talking about what we were going to buy. And this lady comes, you know, I think she was a manager, and she says, sir, you guys can't stand together. Five, six feet. And then they had lines. But listen to this. In the last line, they had all the people bunched together. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Yes, yes. This is how dumb yeah. things are. And the, they were all bunched together. I said, what happens to the people in the back? They're all together. Yeah. And I thought, I don't have coronavirus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And so people are running around in fear. The Bible says it shall not come nigh thee. It's not going to come near you. Only with your eyes you will see it, but it's not going to come near you. Amen. Keep reading, Cassandra. I want you to listen to this. This is the antidote for coronavirus. This scripture right here. Read it. Psalm 91. You know what? Read it from Psalms 91, verse 1. Read the whole thing. Okay. Real fast. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome resolence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Before thou hast made the Lord 
which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thee, dwelling. Listen, listen to that. No plague shall come near your dwelling. Amen. No plague. This is what, it's, this, is what this is. It's a plague. And God is saying, it's not going to come near your dwelling. It's not going to come near your house. Hallelujah. Somebody said, don't come out. Uh, last night they were saying, don't come out in the middle of the night because they're going to spray. A plane's going to come and spray stuff. I said, man, there's nothing in the house. Jeez. Amen. Because the Bible says that no plague shall come near my dwelling. Amen. No plague shall come near my dwelling. And you can turn it around and say, hey, look, look at me for a moment. Look at me for a moment. This is God's dwelling place. Right. This is his house. And he's saying, no plague will come near my dwelling. No plague will come near my dwelling. Why are you afraid to go to church? Why are you afraid to go to the house of God? Where is your faith? Shame on you. Where is your faith? No, no plague shall come near my dwelling. Do you trust God? Do you trust God? Do you trust his word? Do you believe in what he has said? For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will what? I will do what? Therefore, I will deliver him. God said, because you have kept his, yes, you have set your love upon him, he will deliver you. He will deliver you from what? For any weapon that the devil fashions against you. And I think that covers the virus. Amen. Go ahead. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and true him my salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. He's telling you he's going to satisfy you with long life. Edward, he's going to satisfy you with long life. Amen. That means you're going to outlive coronavirus Amen. and any other virus that the Chinese want to throw at us. Hallelujah. God is good. The manager told me, you know, the manager here is Chinese. She told me, yeah, they don't lease next to me. I said, I didn't create this virus. You guys did. <laughs> I, should be, I should be careful of wanting to be around you. But you know what? It's not the Chinese people's fault. You know, uh, it just happened. It happened. It happened. But God is saying, I will protect you. Amen. God is saying, I will protect you. Amen. God is saying, I will protect you. And we love Chinese people, amen? amen? And we will pray for them because they're God's people too. Yes. Maybe God is sending a wake-up call to China and saying, don't believe in your false gods anymore. Believe in the living God and I will deliver you. Believe in the living God and I will deliver you. Amen. That's one thing about the devil. He makes a lot of promises, but he can't keep any of them. He doesn't have delivering power. God does, amen? God does, God does. God does. Look, trust God in the midst of your storm. Whatever you're going through, trust God. 
I say to Christians everywhere that are watching and listening, trust God. Don't run away from God by now. Run to Him. Trust Him. Believe in Him. Trust in His Word. Believe His Word. Believe His promises. I'm going to give you a little secret. God showed me. I've been reading Psalms 91 every morning since this started. Amen? That is, that is the end title against coronavirus. Because God is promising there that he will keep you. He will keep you. He will keep you. Hallelujah. Let's pray right now. Heavenly Father, I come in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Lord God, I pray for our nation, Lord God. I don't make fun of people that are afraid right now. Lord, I know that we're going through rough times, Lord. But I pray, Lord God, that the fear that people feel this morning, Lord God, uh, cause them, Lord God, to want to seek you, Lord God. Because you are the only answer, Father. Help them, Lord God, to run with their fears, with their insecurities, to run to you, Lord God. In Jesus' name. Lord, I believe that the church in general is making a mistake because they're closing their doors. Right now, the government is not saying that we cannot meet. They're just saying we need to be careful and we should take advantage. People may want to go to church right now. Amen? People may want to go to the house of God. God is our only hope. He is our only help. And look, look at me for a moment. We're telling everybody we believe God, we believe His Word, we trust in His Word, and the first thing that happens, we run and hide. How is that? How is that? I was kind of taken by some of my friends, uh, pastor friends, that I'm mean, closing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking uh, my direction from the, what do they call it, the CDC? Okay, well, I'm taking my direction from God. I'm not taking my direction from man. Yeah. If God tells me to close the church, then I'll close it. Yeah. If the government tells me that I need to close, I will obey. But you know what? Nobody's saying anything. So you know what? I need to have the church doors open in case somebody wants to come in and they want to pray or they want to, uh, uh, you know, uh, come so they can get prayed for. The house of God should be open. Yeah. Now, I don't have it. Uh, I'm not uh, going against pastors that decided to close as between them and God. But, you know, uh, I pray that we can continue to meet because we need to meet. If I get something, Eddie, I'd rather get it from you than from somebody I don't know. Amen. But, Eddie, you don't have nothing. Amen. Amen. You're healed by his stripes. Amen. So all you can give me, Eddie, is the love of Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray right now. I want to pray for the people that are watching and listening. And I want to add, uh, uh, tell you that if you're afraid, uh, I'm not going to make fun of you and tell you that you shouldn't be afraid. This is a pandemic. It's something that is worldwide and is spreading. And, and so we should be afraid. We should take precautions when we can. I'm not saying we shouldn't. But look, I want to tell you there's hope and there's help in Christ Jesus the Lord. Amen. I want those of you that are listening and watching, I want those of you that are here to help me repeat this prayer. Say, Father, 
In the name of Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me of my sins. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. God help me. Protect me from coronavirus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I believe, I believe that you will help me. That you will help me. I believe, I believe that you will deliver me. That you will deliver me. I believe, I believe that you will protect me. That you will protect me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. To the Lord of praise offering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before we are uh, dismissed, let me say that we will have prayer uh, this Thursday on our conference line. Shiva, you will uh, put out the number right, and this number is only one number. We don't need to put in a bunch of codes, right? It's just like you dial my number, and it will go straight to the prayer line on Thursday, and we're going to meet, and we're going to pray together and, 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 and share with one another because we need each other's prayers. And so I know some people can't come out on Thursdays, but they can get a home somewhere yeah. and join us in prayer. And uh, um, hallelujah. I, I want, Shiva, I want to listen to what I'm saying. For five minutes, I want you to share something on coronavirus on the prayer line on Thursday. Hey, I want you to share for five minutes something, whatever the Lord gives you, concerning coronavirus on, 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 on Thursday. Amen. I want you to share it with all of us. Something positive. Something that's going to uplift us. Amen. Because the devil is trying to bring fear upon us. And we shouldn't be afraid. I said we shouldn't be afraid. I said we shouldn't be afraid. And let me say let me say this. One of the things God showed me the other day, one of the things that coronavirus is trying to do is trying to muzzle the mouth of the preachers to stop preaching the gospel. And I don't know if pastors understand this. I have a pastor that texted me a big long message of, we got to follow the CDC guidelines and this and that, and that's why I'm not having church. Look, I don't work for the CDC. I work for God. And so I'm going to preach the gospel. That's what he called me to do. Right. Yeah. Unless the government says that we cannot meet, then we have to obey the laws of the land. That's what the Bible says. Yes. They're not saying that yet. So as long as they're saying that we can meet, then we're going to meet. Because there's somebody out there that needs the word of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. I want us to pray for pastors. I want us to pray for churches right now, that they will apply wisdom. That they, right now, Lord, the world needs Jesus. Yeah. Right now, the world needs help. The world needs hope. We need to be there for them. Yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for all pastors, Lord God. Yeah. 
even those that have canceled their services today, out of fear, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, speak to their hearts, Lord. Let them see, Lord God, that it's a trick of the devil, Lord God, to try to get us to stop, uh, Lord God, uh, doing your will and doing your word, Father, and preaching your gospel. Father, we pray, Lord God, for everybody, Lord God, worldwide, Father. Have mercy upon those that are sick, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, heal them. Your word said that by your stripes we are healed. Father, those that may be infected that don't know them, that don't know that they're infected, heal them, Father, in Jesus' name, that they will not infect other people. Father, I find and rebuke coronavirus. I command it to die in the name of Jesus. Father, your word says, Lord God, there are two of us shall agree as touching anything that we will ask. It shall be done for us. Our Father, which is in heaven, Father, we ask you to, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, eradicate this coronavirus in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God. Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters in China. I pray for my brothers and sisters in India. I pray for my brothers and sisters in Mexico. I pray for my brothers and sisters in the UK and in Canada, Lord God, and in Italy, Father. All throughout the world, Lord God, I pray that you will help them. I pray that you will heal them in the name of Jesus. Have mercy upon us, Lord God. We have disobeyed you. We have sinned against you, Lord. Father, have mercy upon us, we pray in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fuel us and help us because you're a good God. In Jesus' name. How many of you know that God is good? God is good. Lift up your hand. God is so good. God is so Condemn the world, but that the world through him 
might be saved. God wants you to be saved. God wants to heal you. God wants to help you this morning. Reach out to him. Talk to him. Ask him to have mercy upon you. Ask him to help you. Ask him to heal you. And he will. He said, call upon me. And I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Hallelujah. God is a good God. Don't let the devil lie to you and tell you that God inflicted you this. That God brought this upon you as a punishment. No. He brought it up. He, he allowed it to happen as a wake-up call to us that we need him. That we need him. That we need him. Hallelujah. God is good, amen? amen? God is good. Shiva, if you come and pray for the offering, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We need to pray for churches. Uh, let me let me uh, say this. The vice president, I didn't see the speech. Somebody else told me. But the vice president said that he met with the faith leaders, meaning pastors, and that one of their concerns was that, you know, no tithes and offerings will be coming in in the time that they don't have services. Let me tell you something. Uh, I don't know. My main concern is that people get saved. Hello? Amen. My main concern is that people get saved. And you know what? If I do his will, then he will take care of me. Yeah. Just like he did yesterday when, he, when that young man brought in the toilet paper. I was looking through all the stores and I couldn't find any. And he told me, I got toilet paper, man, I'll give it to you. God will take care of us. And I don't know why pastors are so afraid of money. You know, I, I, I hate to say this, but that shows where your heart is at. And it's not for souls. I want there to be a revival. I want people to flood churches everywhere and to call upon the name of the Lord. And you know what? God will take care of me and he will take care of you. Yes. Because he's a faithful God. Yes. So let's pray, Shiva. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this time that you brought us all together, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you have been doing in our lives. Jesus, you have been protecting us, Lord, from this dreadful disease, Lord, not just us, but our families as well, Lord. Also pray, Lord, that you bless each and every individual this year at the Thank church, Lord. Because even though they have taken so much of risk, Lord, they could have had infection on the way, Lord, but they looked up to you, Lord. Thank they you wanted Jesus. to honor you, Lord. So I pray, Lord, that you bless each and every individual who is gathered here, Lord. Yes, Lord. And bless us all, Lord. And keep us safe and protected, Lord. Yes. And as every hedge of protection around us, yes. Lord, we go back home, Jesus. Let your blood be sprinkled around each corner of our house, Jesus. Help us, Lord, and help us to eat again, Jesus, in the church, Lord, and help us not to allow fear, Lord, to control our minds, Jesus, and be with us, Lord, and provide us with all the necessary things that we need, the food and the, uh, the, yes. the things yes. that we need at the stores, Lord, every time in we Jesus go, it's yes. yes, finished, Lord, so I pray, Lord, that you help us, Lord, provide our needs for each and every need, Lord, during this time, Lord, and I thank each and every individual this year, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you bless our tithes and offerings, Lord, and I pray, Lord, that you use it for our 